There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You're listening to the best of the Tom Bernard Show.com, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Who, me? <laughs> Well, I'd like to know if I was married to a whore piece of shit. <laughs> you could just look at her license. My her special stripe. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions, pickles. It's not how you use them, sir. <laughs> it's really sickening that anybody would be into radio this much. It is ungoddamn believable. I think I'm going to hell. I just realized it. Thank you, Tom. You're just delicious. <laughs> We're here today with Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Michael, what's going on? You know, we keep getting phone calls, and it's interesting because people try to handle a lot of stuff on their own, or they try to talk to the adjusters, or they wait, um, and they think maybe it'll cost them money if they talk to me. And, you know, we tell them it's free to talk to us. Um, I go through what their rights are, and you know we try to help them as best we can. We don't sign everyone up. Sometimes I just give them advice, and they go from there, and then call us back later. But the key is, is that they don't know all their rights, or they're not told all their rights by the adjuster. And that's one of the things we try to make sure that they get, you know, they get that understanding, uh, so they can help themselves and their families as best they can. And the number is is eight hundred seven seven zero seven zero zero eight. Or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad, Sean, Bryant, Michael Bryant, thank you. Seeking justice for the injured, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of the best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. Brought to you, as always, by Brad, Shaw, and Bryant. Kicking off the show this week, we had author Mary McNear on the program talking about her Butternut Lake series and Minnesota in general. Next on The Best Of... You know, when I was a kid, the monkeys were on television, and I went back about a month ago and watched the monkeys, and I just, I didn't, I couldn't find the deep-seated drama in which it was based, <laughs> but 
What a goofy show. You mean when they, when they just sped them up running around the house? <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, why yes. are they... That's exactly <laughs> right. What happened? That's exactly <laughs> it. But... Did they just snort some coke? What just happened? <laughs> well, that's a good question. <laughs> Did they just snort some coke? Or They are rock and roll uh, stars, yeah, so that's, that's the weird. whole deal. Mary is on... Mary McNear joins us, The Secrets We Carried. How are you, Mary McNear? I'm fine. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Our pleasure. Now, i gotta, I got to find out, though, in a small town on a lake in northern Midwest, the northern Midwest, you, you got to be talking Minnesota because there aren't any Wisconsin, lakes in South Dakota Wisconsin. or North Dakota. I know. That's ex- it's, you're right. It's set in Minnesota. Yeah, baby. Look at you. <laughs> Where and if you. And if it. you've ever been to that part of the country, you know you cannot throw a stick. Without hitting a lake, well, that's, right? Yep. That's where we're based. Yeah. Are they? Are they actually oh, say they're what fifteen thousand two hundred seventy-one lakes? They say mm-hmm. approximately. Yeah. Fifteen thousand. Approximately, right? So, so the license plate, the land of ten thousand lakes, is yes. a gross underestimate. <laughs> Typical. Um, we don't like to brag. That's all. You're just... <laughs> Now there is that. Inspired by the time she spent in a small town on a lake in the northern Midwest, Mary McNear has created a vividly described setting with Butternut Lake. Amongst a strongly realized backdrop that readers have come to adore, Mary dove unexpectedly into tragedy. Yeah, why don't we start there? I like that, because how did that happen? Okay. Well, you mean why did I decide to explore tragedy? Instead of why, you know, how, why, yeah. How and why? Well, I, you know, it, I was doing research on an earlier book um, that was also set in the fictional town of Butternut, Minnesota, and for some reason, I, I, want, I was doing research on, I don't know, when, when the lakes froze in that part of the country one year or when they iced out, and I stumbled across an article about um, a pickup truck that had gone through the ice mm, with some yeah. high school students in it, yep. and I, it was so heartbreakingly sad, but I just couldn't get it out of my mind because it's something you could so easily imagine happening at that age, right? Because we all know high school students are not necessarily known for their good judgment, right? So that story stayed with me over a couple books. And when I decided to write about someone who had left home and had stayed away because of their involvement in a tragedy. I just came back to that article I'd read. And so um, my main character um, left after she graduated from high school. Um, there, the, the tragedy had happened that spring, and one of the, one of the young men in the pickup truck was her boyfriend. So she stayed away for 10 years. But, you know, like so many things, she... she um, Staying away was not the answer, right? Because she just, she just took it with her where she went. So this is about her coming back to confront the tragedy and also the other people who, like her, were tangentially involved in the tragedy. And it's really about the fact that you often you can't move forward into the present until you confront what happened in the past. You can tell that Mary McNear's been here because one of the characters' names is... Olaf? Annika Bergstrom. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I of am, that? It's true, I know. Well, I must say, Minnesotans, and I, I know you won't disagree with this, Minnesotans are, I think, uh, I think Minnesota's probably the most attractive 
state in the union, all that Scandinavian blood. I mean, those people are can be so beautiful. But I also made the character Annika Birdstrom very hard, you know, very, she's very reserved. It's very no. hard to know what she's thinking. No. So I really, I wanted to do justice, right? To the Swedes, because they're not the most forthcoming of people, right? <laughs> she's so it's really the fun to write that character. Because <laughs> I've met, I've met, and I know a lot of people like that from the northern Midwest. Oh, there are yeah. a lot of people. You know what's interesting? Well, it might not be interesting to you, but I will tell you that uh, I grew up, I was born in Long Prairie, Minnesota. It's right up in the central part of the state, up kind of toward Alexandria. But we moved to Minneapolis when I was two, and I was raised here. And I do a morning show. I've been on the same morning show for 33 years. And I will tell you, people get very mad at me because I say I, I, I say this all the time, and it's true. Minnesota, half the people are the nicest people you'd ever want to meet, and the other half are the biggest jerks on the planet. They, I don't know. There's nobody in the middle. They're, you're either very nice or a complete jerk. Well, I think that's just true for humanity. Well, it might be Humanity true. in true. general. It's like everywhere. Right. No. Well, I, I always heard it was the 5% rule with jerks, but but maybe no. it's higher than that. Let's go 5-0. Or maybe, I, <laughs> maybe I've just been lucky. I don't know. But um, but I guess but it turns out that Annika Birdstrom, this character, she would definitely not, she would not fall into the jerk category. Oh, she just good. is someone, she's someone with a secret. Let's just, let's just. Put it that way. Did you capture her passive aggressive tendencies? <laughs> well, that's a good question. I try to. I know it's hard to do. It's hard to do that in writing. Oh, but it was. But it was. It was really fun to write because um, it's just a part of the country that I love so you know, much. Mary. You know, and I have a confession to make here, which is that. Um, the place that I go every summer is actually in northwestern Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, okay. But when I started to write this series, I wanted to name the town Butternut, and Wisconsin already has a Butternut, oh, really? a town of Butternut. Oh, and I, and, yes, and I didn't want to put it in a real town because then it's too, you're too constrained, mm, yeah. you know, by, by reality. So I thought I decided to set it in... Um, Minnesota, because I, I had actually spent time in um, Ely and in the Boundary Waters, sure. so I thought, you know, yeah. I can write that that part of. I have to say that part of uh, northern Minnesota looks a lot like northern Wisconsin. Sure, <laughs> sure, does. sure yeah, does. You know, yeah. and I thought, um, and so what's interesting though is um, Minnesota does not have a town named Butternut, but anyway. they have three lakes. Name Butternut Lake. And I thought, well, that's the coming. Did they just run out of names yeah. for all those lakes? Were they like, well, we've only used Butternut twice. Why, why don't we name a third Butternut? So I thought, um, but I was, I was clear to, to name a town Butternut, Minnesota. You know how I know you're a great writer? No, I mean, I've been reading no. your stuff. Because you're in complete denial, which makes for great writers. And by that, I mean this. <laughs> Let me read this. Mary McNear, the author of the Butternut Lake Trilogy, writes at a local donut shop where she sips Diet Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) So donuts and Diet Pepsi, huh? Okay. I know, I know, I know. It's not a good combination. You've got to keep that blood running. 
this this is what I've this is what I've sacrificed for my art. But I should tell you that I do I do not eat donuts there because I knew when I started writing my novels there I thought, you know what? The fir- it's a slippery slope, right? <laughs> like is, how yeah. could you just stop? You couldn't just stop at one donut. But what's really funny, what's really nice about writing there is I have to say it's a pretty happy place. Good. And I mean, Good. what is not like what is not to like about donuts? Right? No, no, you're absolutely right about I that. I mean, so, you know. How much time do you spend in Hayward? So, okay, so we spend, um, ah. so when I was a child, we, <laughs> we spent the whole summer there. But now, you know, now that I, now that I have a job, you know, of some sorts, now that I write yes, these novels. Yes, now that you have a job. Um, it's not, we, you know, a couple weeks every summer, not long enough, because it's just such a beautiful part of the country. Were you proud of me that I guessed it was Hayward? Uh, how, yeah, well, okay, how did you do that? Well, you know. Did listen, you really just guess that? Yes, absolutely. I just guessed that because you told me it was okay, in northwest Wisconsin w- and it's a beautiful place. Well, you know, so when you, said, when you said that, I was like, that's not in my bio. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's the, Hay- it's the Hayward Lakes region. Yep. Have you been to Hayward, Wisconsin? Oh, yeah. Many times. Minong, Hayward, all Oh, my over. God. Danbury. It's just. It's it's just as cute as a ladybug, it isn't is. it? It is. I will tell you one thing, though, Mary. <laughs> be very careful. Uh, Highway 70, which crosses over from Minnesota into uh, Wisconsin, and then you kind of yes. edge that way. Uh, a good friend of mine, Johnny Castino, who was playing for the Minnesota Twins back in the day, he and I went up to visit uh, uh, some people in Minong, which, and then we played golf at the Hayward Country Club, uh, which is a great a wonderful uh, small town. Yes, club. no. It's a great place. But don't ever do this, Mary. I was driving a Sebring convertible at the time, Chrysler Sebring convertible. And we're driving down Highway yes. 70. We're doing about 55 miles an hour, which I believe is the uh, speed limit. And we're looking at, oh my God, it's a fall day and it's just so beautiful. And oh my God, it's going to be wonderful. As we're talking, a deer jumped over the car. <gasps> I am so. Oh happy. my God! Yeah. I mean, and we had the top down. If and that did be- and did not hit and did not nope. hit the car. Nope, went right over the top <gasps> of the car. It's like, oh my God, that That's was a little scary. Freaky, yeah. I cannot believe what you're saying. That it's is true. incredible. It was very, very scary. But your heart must have. Did your heart stop? Yes, it did absolutely. And then you wrote a book about my heart stopping called Tom's Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but so you live in you live in San Francisco uh, now. I do so. Yes, we I, we moved here 26 years ago. We were going to live here for a year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that did not work out. But um, but we're actually thinking about moving back to the Upper Midwest because we we every summer yeah. we go back there and we just say, why don't we live here year round? Right? Plus, no, you'll make an true. enormous it's profit such... on your house. Yeah, you'll make a lot of money on your house. That's for sure. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I I would miss. I would miss the ocean, but yeah. we, um, but there, we'd have a lake, right? Yes, you'd have five thousand lakes within one mile of your. Own. See, I, lo- <laughs> I love not only talk about a book, but I like to talk to the author about the author because, like I said, you can just tell that your heart's really in it. You love writing, and you love writing about places that you adore as well. I, that makes for good writing when your heart's really in it. When your soul's in it, it makes for really Aww. good books. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I have to say, I do. This is the la- This is the sixth and last novel in oh, the Butternut okay. Lake series, and okay. 
I'm I'm already homesick for it. I feel like I've I feel like I've you know it's like when you move uh, when you leave your hometown and you move away and you leave your friends behind. I'm already missing them. So I cannot promise that I will not come back to no. Butternut Lake. No. What are you going to do? So you get, um, the, you get there now and uh, famous Dave's burned to the ground, so you can't go to the Rib Shack and hide <laughs> Hayward anymore. <laughs> See, Mary, I know all about that place. I'm telling you. You too. I know. I'm beginning to. You must have a second home in Hayward, Wisconsin. Well, famous Dave is so, a good friend of ours, so that's good. Yes. Famous Dave's a great guy. Really nice man. Oh my. So I um. So I'm going to start a new series in a oh, new good. town, but it's it's going to be it's still going to be set in the Upper Midwest. Write what you know. Right. Right. What you know. Um, exactly. So I know apparently that is. That's all that I know. So, um, but I, yeah, but I'm looking forward to just making, you know, making new friends. But it will still be, they will still be novels designed for just escapist enjoyment. Well, you know, I will tell you. And I try to find an emotional realism in them, but I mean, rest assured that um, that they have a happy ending. Well, I will <laughs> so tell you this. Not, well, we all need they're not more completely realistic. We do indeed. I so. know. Just a little tip for you. Half the people in Siren and Webster, Wisconsin are nuts. So it'd be a great, <laughs> be a great place to write about. <laughs> Lots of characters. <laughs> all right, Mary, you're... I've just, I've dripped, I've, Okay, I've driven through Siren, but apparently now I have to go back and spend more time there. Is that what you're saying? At the poorhouse. The bar is called the poorhouse. <laughs> and you need to go in there. It's called the poorhouse. I'm not kidding you. Mary, you're a joy to oh talk to. Oh, my God. I can just tell you. Thank you so writer. much. I've, it's oh. been so much fun. It is. Thank you bad. for having me on your show. Well, come back soon. I, you know, the last of the series in Butternut Lake, but now... The siren is calling, or the call of the siren, or, or something. Those are tornado sirens. The, poor, the tornado siren, the, yes. The, the poorhouse poor will be the backdrop the for poor, the next novel I love in it. the series. I love it, Mary. When you when you come Thank through, you. come through town, come in and you know, come in studio and talk with us. That'd be wonderful. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Mary. All right. Take care. You too. Mary McNair, ladies and gentlemen, the book is called The Secrets We Carried. Yeah, anybody that's that honest, you can tell they're a great writer. Mm -hmm. I sit in a donut shop and drink Diet Pepsi and write my books. (laughs) (laughs) And try to, she says she tries to resist the donuts. And tries to resist the donuts, it's true. I loved Mary McNair. Again, the book is called The Secrets We Carried. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. Stay up on the streets if you can't take the heat Cause it get cold like Minnesota Cold like Minnesota Cold like Minnesota Cold like Minnesota That was Mary McNear on The Best Of Coming up next, we had John Doerr in studio Talking about one of Minnesota's favorite fall activities Apple Orchards next on the best of I just found out I'm probably going to the Apple Orchard tomorrow because <laughs> <laughs> my wife's going so I just found out well, we, don't, we don't know for sure if she's going or not either she had a headache when I left house today but she uh I don't know what that's all about. 
What do I know? John, how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. I can, I'm looking forward to an apple orchard myself. I could go. Can you pick apples from these orchards? Mm-hmm. You can. That's no. why you go. So tree. it's not just to go and observe. You pay a certain amount of money. And par- I'm, an, I'm, so. an, I'm yeah. an ignorant outsider to <laughs> Me too. Uh, Minnesota culture. So well, Me too. I'm not, you know. I try my best. That's why I ask questions. But uh, you can pay a fee and go and pick Fresh yep, apples. it's like, yeah. Yep. They're all different, but this one particularly is $8, and then Where you is it? pick apples. So that's a lot of money, or is that not a lot of money to pick apples? I don't know. No, it's that's, not, yeah, that's not, not much. that much. Some of them are free, so I guess it could be. Well, you just yeah, go right. get free apples? Well, free to enter, and then uh, I think I it's a fee to pick apples. Because yeah, you get like a basket, and whatever you can fit in the basket. And then they weigh yeah. the basket afterwards. No, just whatever you can fit in there. I think it's whatever you fit in. Is this the most exciting podcast ever? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm not joking. This is good. I know nothing about this. This is a a Minnesota fall thing. I know. What Minnesotans do in the fall. These are traditions, I know. Mm -hmm. Some orchards pre-bag their their apples, and you can buy them by the bag. Oh, so you don't get to to pick them. But some people don't want to pick them, So it's but I would like to leave some apples. And Mm -hmm. so that's a good thing. I get it. All right. But yes, you can go pick them. Part of the fun is going to pick these apples and then pay for them on the way. I can see the the allure. I would do this. But they also have, like, they have cider that they made themselves from the, you know, orchard. They have... The best thing is the donuts, like the cinnamon apple donuts. Donuts, they grow on trees too. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they make them from the apples that they grow. Oh, they oh. have apple donuts? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You never had it's cinnamon new... apple donuts? No. You, the apple turnover would be quite good. I think Let's talk about all the <laughs> great things apples <laughs> we can do with apples. <laughs> <laughs> you know, great yeah. things. Yeah. John and Stu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> apple orchards will have all those pastries too. Are you allowed to juggle the apples? Worms. Some some apples have worms. Yeah, some of them do. You can go fishing. Yeah. A free worm with every apple. It's called a Bait apple, yeah. And Those some places sell pumpkins, so people oh, can yep, have Halloween. Oh, yeah, that's too. Pumpkins. Yeah, we're approaching that time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They usually have a corn maze It's a little that too you can early to get the pumpkin, though, isn't it? And I'm saying that right early, If you pick right? a yeah. pumpkin... Early to get a pumpkin. It, it'll probably be bad by the time. <laughs> well, actually, it's it's getting cold. I mean, we're yeah. having a, a freeze advisory tonight. Oh, yeah. First freeze? I mean, I feel it's getting cold, but I didn't know we were getting that cold. Well, it's only 50 right now, so it only has to go down 18 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, not even that, do we? Like, what? Well, well, oh, yeah, you're right. It's 30. Yeah, 32. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, 32 is freezing. I'm a Canadian, born Canadian, so I've had to adjust. Oh, to Celsius. Fahrenheit. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Well, John, but oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, Celsius. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're calling me Celsius, but yes, no, Celsius is yes. The Sir U- Celsius. We U- also U- have a Celsius. river flood warning. Yeah. We do. Good time to be. Oh, okay. watch out, Apple. Orchard. Like in this <laughs> neighborhood, there's a flood warning. So. Well, I saw the clouds Maybe. coming out, but the the sun seems there's to be. Winning the battle. Is there a river around here? Yeah, I didn't think so. I think they, they put that down for like anybody that lives near the Mississippi. A river flood warning and a freeze warning at the same time. That's not good. The river floods and then it all freezes over and just wipes out the whole area. There, well, there's been look. a flood warning since the snow melted, so I'm not even worried about that. Well, let's, <laughs> well, let's think of the positives. Like, if it does flood, then freeze. I mean, there are some positives. You can ice skate. Ice, hockey. Yeah. Ice hockey. You can play... <laughs> make the entire city into a hockey rink. Yeah. That would actually be... Yeah, that would actually, like... It's like... (laughs) I'd move here. Like, the uh, streets are all, like, like hockey rinks. Yeah. The goal is... One goal is in St. Paul and one's in Minneapolis. Yeah, uh, St. Paul. Yeah, checking allowed. (laughs) Hard checking into the boards. Each team has, like, 500 people on it because the rink is... Boy, could you imagine what a Donnybrook that would be? Oh, my (laughs) goodness. Donnybrook. I like Donnybrook. Have ice rage. I didn't know I was visiting Minneapolis during this crazy uh, (laughs) uh, weather pattern. All this stuff happening. 
He's Fly. definitely a Canadian, though. He said Donnybrook. Donnybrook. Yeah. Well, so, I, is that a Canadian thing? I don't yes, know. I thought it was sure. a Boston thing, but Canadians is, definitely yeah. use the term. Is. But I think Boston no. loves to use it. I know right. two four. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. two four is twenty four beer. Yep. Because or is it beers? Yeah, twenty four beer. Well, twenty four beers. I don't know. What's the correct one? You order one beer, two beers, two beers. Yeah, two beers sounds right to me. Does it? Okay, but then when the bill comes, you're like, I'd like to, uh, I'll pay for my beer, or I'll pay for my beers. Hmm. Like if, I've never thought it, about I brought, it before. I brought, <laughs> some, I, was just I brought some beer. Yes. How many beers did you bring? Yeah, exactly. That's but that correct. is weird to me. Let's yeah. just say beers. Mm. Hey, so yeah, <laughs> it is two four in Canada. Twenty four. You guys don't sell twenty four beer beers beer. Oh, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't think we do. Yeah, we do. Oh, we do. Oh yeah. Oh really? We just don't I call them two fours. I thought you had only sold them in twelves. No. Oh, you sell twenty four. We have boxes. Another reason I love Minneapolis and Minnesota. all the craft beer companies. Most of their stuff comes in two or fours. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know my what? Only, my only <laughs> no, no. What now? Wait, wait, wait. Two beers or four beers? Right. No, 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 no. But a two four is twenty four beers. Oh, in Canada we call them two fours. It's a specific Canada term. Yeah, yeah. in Canada, be like, let's go get a two four. That's why we'll... I thought you were asking if they sold it in twos <laughs> or fours. Yeah. Basically, it's a case of yeah. beer. <laughs> So, yeah. so instead of saying 24 beers, they say, hey, go pick up a 2-4, eh? So that, that would be Canada talk <laughs> we for going to pick here. up. Yeah, you say yeah. case, exactly. Which it's I, common core math. I'm just wondering. What <laughs> <laughs> amazed me, there are people all over radio stations all over the state of Minnesota going, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, good, because we're going to reveal it all now. So the mystery is built up. Now we'll tell them what we're talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we've yes, done it, actually. 2-4 was 24 beer mm-hmm. in Canada. And, and an apple that's all it is. is but growing up, that was huge. Like, it, go pick up a two four. I can't afford yep. a two four. Well, let's split a two four. Okay, so twelve each. Yeah, mm-hmm. done. I got to give one to my sister. Though, well, fine. It comes out of your twelve, though. You got a toonie? When you originally said two four, I thought you were talking like it's point uh, three five or something. No. Incorrect, oh, but I'll tell you something else. So uh, the 24th, uh, I don't know what holiday that is in the United States of May. May 24th, around that weekend. Is that is, Memorial, uh, Day? Memorial Day? Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Yeah. So in Canada, that's Queen Victoria's, uh, I believe it's her birthday. So we celebrate oh. Queen Victoria, but we don't call it that. We call it May 2-4 weekend because it's Whoa. the 24th. I like and it. Yeah, so we tie so. in alcohol, of course. <laughs> and it's You get a 2-4 and you go sit around a fire in the woods and uh, hope you survive the wilderness. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so May 2-4 weekend. There's a little uh, Canadian insight for you. For those who are still listening who care. (laughs) Something big for the hosers. Okay, Mm -hmm. so so just to educate people further, uh, John and I talked about this yesterday, that most people in the United States think that Minnesota is part of Canada. That's true. And to prove it, I actually did hear a guy, because Catherine and I spent a lot of time up in Banff and Lake Louise. Ah, beautiful. Phenomenal. Yeah. But I, I heard it, an American ask a Canadian, you guys have the 4th of July? They said no. Well, we actually do, yes, but it's on July 1st. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, that's Canadians. Yeah, the centennial. So, yeah, yeah, I know. But, but wait yes, a minute. we do have the 4th of July, but it's on July 1st. <laughs> But most, m- most, there's no way most most Americans think, or some Canadians, or sorry, not most, no, but a lot. Really, think S- that down Canada? south, a lot of people do. They're kind of fuzzy on where Canada starts in Minnesota. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt about yeah. it. Really, I did oh, not yeah. know this. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. We have so many hockey. Like you'd think that you know the football team itself would suggest, oh, that it's part of America. Yeah, the national football league. You also have to remember though that. Go on. 
the South educational system is not as great as the North educational system. Go on, tell, tell me about it. So they might not really get geography very well. There are a lot of places down south that still aren't super fond of the North, yeah, right? Because too. of the whole Civil War thing. Still hanging on to that. Well, a lot of people don't know, but a lot of people died in the Civil War, like right. uh, some huge amount. So there's fifty thousand, I think now. So there's still yeah. a lot of people down south who, like you know, my grand great grandpa died in the Civil War or whatever, and right. they're mad well, about that. Well, in the south, they still and... do reenactments. Oh, they do. You can't even have slaves anymore. I mean, God. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? One of my favorite things about the South is we have a friend, a family friend. I'll just say his name is Johnny because I don't want to bust him on, you know. Uh, and Johnny graduated from Alabama, University mm. of Alabama. So everything, he plays golf, and his entire bag just says Bama on it. Just Bama. It says Bama yep. here, Bama there, Bama, 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 right? And he's from Alabama, so he's very conservative politically. Mm-hmm. So about four years ago, somebody went into the bag room and put an O in front of Bama, so it said Obama. Oh. He was not happy. It's like, whoa. But that's beautiful. That is beautiful. That's wonderful. It is great. Oh, my goodness. Obama. I love it. Remember that, Aggie? Mm-hmm. Now, how many, but, but when people say that, uh, when Americans say, some Americans say they thought that uh, Minnesota was part of Canada, how does that make you feel as Minnesotans? Does it matter? Yeah. Does it bother you at all? Like, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. We like hockey. So does Canada. Yeah. Makes sense. We're cold. Yeah. We kind of got the same accent-ish. Yeah, that, Similar. That, I love, by the way, I adore Minneapolis. But you know, I mean, I've only... Well, that's not true. I've been to a couple other places. But Minneapolis itself, I love coming here because you do get, hello, how are you? You get uh, people holding the door and you hold the door in return. Mm-hmm. It's, very, yeah. it's, it's a very polite society here, which I love. Uh, the accent I didn't think was here until I went to a wedding. And Some the places. outskirts came, descended yeah. oh, on, yeah. on the Minneapolis wedding, oh, yeah. and I'm like, oh, Fargo, yep. it's not, it's not, it's real, it's here. It yeah. is, it is. I thought it was a complete exaggeration, but no, mm-hmm. it's not. If you get far enough north, like if I get far enough north of Minnesota, I cannot understand what they're saying. Is that right? I can't even understand. Because <laughs> it's not Canadian, it's, I don't know what the hell it is. Do your best impression. Uh, <laughs> he's not good. <laughs> no, you don't have to. They, they, they say D's and D's instead of T-H's. Okay. So D's and D's and they do that. Deal. <laughs> they do that. They do that deal. The days and those. Oh, I love it. But is there anything more endearing? <laughs> a, guy, a guy told me a joke. He said, "What did the Quaker say to the other guy?" And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. He goes, "The Quaker say to the other guy." I'm yeah. like, "The other guy." Oh, the other guy. <laughs> I said, "What did what did the Quaker say to the other guy?" And he goes, "D." I'm like, "What?" D. Oh, you mean Z? Oh, okay. Right, right, right. I mean, you gotta go like you gotta go through to figure out what the hell are you saying? Yeah, it's almost Gaelic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fit are you for a quine? Can you nice a piece? Like that's my uncle Jimmy from Aberdeen. But fit are you fit are you fucking a boot for? Right? It's like what are you what are you fussing about? Can you fit are you fucking a boot for a quine? Can you nice a piece? It's like what are you fussing about? Can't you sit at peace? But he'll speak that way. Yo, I do too. I think it's great, but it is a mystery. Like you just stare with wide eyes and wonder what he's saying. I know. You say yes. You just say yes most of the time. Is that actual Scots or is that just a really thick accent? It depends where you go. So like Gaelic is like so. The further north you go, you'll like we've stayed at bed and breakfast. Oh yeah, no, in the north, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll hear you'll hear things like "gang doon the bry hour the brig." So that's like actual literal Gaelic. I think so. I think so. But it's permeated, you know. So they've heard it through generations. It's been passed on orally through generations, and when they just get in that mode, they speak that way. So gang. 
saying, doing the bra hour to break is go down the street over the bridge, right? Yeah. Oh, the bridge. But to me, I'm like, whatever. Well, yeah. Again, <laughs> again just yes. Okay. Again, yeah. Just, well, yeah, yes. like to say, like, yeah. hi ho, are you in Gaelic? It's Brecken the Harship. Yeah. And you're like, Brecken the Harship? How, <laughs> yeah. how do you get that from that? But, I, but to them, if you speak that way, it's, it's perfect. It makes perfect sense. You I, know, it's just as someone, <laughs> when you come to England, so we start in London, it's like, okay, accent, but I could totally get yeah. it. You get north enough in Scotland, and oh, where's yeah. the store? Gang doing the bra hour to break. It's like, fine. I, you know what? I don't need to go. Just point. I understand it's closed. I don't even need to go. <laughs> it's, cl- it's closed. I get it. I'll wait till the morning. Oh, yeah. God. Newcastle English. You cannot understand Newcastle English at all either. Newcastle right? England. Oh, my God. I love it. Though. I love how different it is. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Northern England is pretty difficult. Oh, Andy, play some Newcastle English for us. Oh, yeah, that one uh, documentary. It is phenomenal. Newcastle English. And they're speaking English. Right. Not speaking Gaelic. They're speaking English. Mm. But you could never tell that. Well, what is the, what is the island we were talking about that's sinking now? It's out in the Atlantic Ocean. It's oh, off, um, I think. Oh, crap. I know what you're talking about. The hell's about. the name of the island? But it's sinking. It's got, It's the name of a, of something else, too. It is, yeah. Like, its name is the name of a town in is the it? UK, I think. The, yeah. island, the name of the island that is sinking? It's sinking, There's yeah. an island that's sinking, yeah. Right. And all the people, you cannot understand what the hell they're saying. They they have their own language. Right, yeah. And, I mean, I, by the way, I don't even know if what I was telling you earlier was Gaelic. I think it is, or at least inspired. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. that's true. I mean, for anyone listening, don't quote me. Me. Okay, you got it, Andy? <laughs> if, you, if it's possible to quote me. Um, yes, but I'm also trying to figure out what that island is called. Well, don't, don't, or Tangier. Oh, oh, Tangier, okay. that's exactly. Tangier Island, that's okay. right. And they have their own weird-ass accent. Yeah, whatever you said. Uh, here's a poet with oh, the Geordie dialect. Oh, Geordie. Okay, yeah. yeah. Which is... Is that Newcastle? Geordie's Supposed correct. to be. Uh, let's see here. Are you going <laughs> to... We can't get it to play? Just pull Way a bugamo, we am a Geordie. I indeed I am. Oh, my mother, it's that. me old doll, maybe me old girl. We call her mother or ma, or even me mum. It's father or da. It tames me old man. Do you understand, Henny? Yes. It's best yeah, as he can. Love the old yeah. tame. The river, you know. We love Stotty too. The ones made by ma. We like our peace pudding. And our <laughs> we like singing a song. We like sharing a tale. We wore Geordie lasses. They'll turn a man's seed. Make his heart, maybe his rush. Leave him breathless for deed. Okay, that Lord I don't understand. Lads. Breathless for dead. Aye, the canny fine. Best put up north here. The taste is sweet as wine. War City, it's Newcastle. Upon the river team. I could Come cry. I'm not joking. <laughs> this is beautiful. It is. Yeah. You gotta take a yeah. Break. I could we'll understand right a lot of it, but yeah. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard. <laughs> Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. I am a cider drinker. I drink throughout the day. I am a cider drinker. It seems all my troubles away. That was John Dore on the best of. Coming up next, closing out the show. We're opening up the old vault. All the way back to episode 83 with Godfrey plus Bill Dwyer. Next on The Best Of. There's a pub around the corner. It's the place we have our fun. We'll have some fun and all. 
Joining us, Godfrey is in the room, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, what's up? You know what's really great? What's up? Your house? Awesome. That's Catherine's. That's her idea. It's my wife's idea. Oh, but it's awesome. Yeah, she did a nice job. Theater, all this. this you is great. I love about. We talked about this with Philip on the air this morning. But yeah. the fact that, and it's true. By the way, I'm the only white man that Philip likes. It's true. Well, you that you have that it's godly true. voice. That sounds like a challenge. Bring this Philip to me. <laughs> I will make him like you know me. Wise. Huh. You know, Phil, why he played for the Jets. The Jets and the Vikings. I, well, yeah. I mean, looked up all his stuff. And yeah. he, he tackled OJ when he broke the 2000. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, this dude's yeah. awesome. He's like a Herm Edwards of. Yeah, you were saying that I'm Herm Edwards. You, it would be great if he was white and he didn't like white guys. <laughs> but I'm guessing he's not white. He's black, right? <laughs> he's a black dude. He's the only. Okay. But he's. No, he's the kind of black dude that likes. That like that doesn't like white people and doesn't like certain kind of black people either. <laughs> You know, he's the type of guy, if he sees some young black kids in front of his house, like, what you kids doing in front of my house? Take that hip-hop down the street. We got time for that. Oh, he doesn't even like, oh, okay. You know, knucklehead, where's your daddy? I know you can't find him. Keep it moving. Oh, my God, that's so Philip. Yeah, yeah that's Philip. Philip is so 70s. Like, listen, man. Man, let me tell you something. He's Herm Edwards. He is Herm Edwards. I played that's football. So I said, I told, I told, he told me, I said, I played at Illinois. I walked on the team at Illinois. I said, he said, where'd right. you play? I said, I was wide receiver. Oh, you little poo butt. You little poo butt. <laughs> little poo butt. Little pretty boy. Walking on the line. We used to smash dudes like you. He, he asked me to set me up so he, can, so he can crap on me. I, I said, hey, I was wide receiver. Wide receiver. Hmm. Little poo butt. <laughs> Philip, honest to God. <laughs> so why is this guy on the radio now? He's, I'll tell you why. Yeah, tell us. It's an interesting story, actually. About 10 years ago, uh, something happened. Somebody got killed or whatever, and a bunch of Somali people said they would get no justice in America. Is this Black Hawk Down? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> on a local. Okay. In any case, so <clears throat> I went on the air and said, look, you're in America now. Everybody in America gets justice. Knock that shit off! Didn't, right. You know, stop, stop saying that because right. it's insulting. Yeah. So that afternoon, three hundred Somali cab drivers drove to the station to protest, what? and they were holding up signs and chanting my name and all this stuff. Chanting your name? Yeah, yeah. He that's gets awesome. All the time. So the newspapers, of course, like, like in a good way. Dude, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. You got like a Somali following. <laughs> oh, awesome. no, I love him. He's the best. He's the greatest. <laughs> the greatest. Greatest. Tom Brunart, this is for you. Tom Brunart, this is for you. So my mother calls me and says, you know, I thought if I ever saw a bunch of people chanting my son's name, I'd be happy. I'm not. <laughs> wow. So so the paper jumped on me. The TV station jumped on me. called me a racist, called me all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. right? I was the worst human being on earth. Mm-hmm. So Philip calls me and he says... Uh, because I've known Philip most of my life. Right. So he calls me up and he says, pick me up. I want to talk to you. I said, okay. So I pick him up. And he's sitting in, and he wa- he's not talking. He's sitting in. Now, Philip is a very, very yeah, big, big mu- yeah, muscular player, player, man. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So he's sitting in the passenger seat and he's not talking at all. And I look over and he's crying. I said, Philip, what's going on? He goes, I hate people talking about you like that. I said, well, well, there's nothing we can do about it. He goes, yeah, there is. I'm coming on your show from now on. Big sweetie. So the next day he started on the show. Look at that. He said, oh. I'm just going to be there. If anybody says that to you again, I will make them stop. You are a, for his favorite white man. You really are. <laughs> no you really are. There's this no should have been like it. a soundtrack going over. We shall overcome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Philip. That's the story. Also, Phillips. He's not going to like me now that I said <laughs> it. Now, now that I know. 
He's not going to like me. He's not. I just know that. Yeah, there you He's go. not going to like me. He's going to like you. <laughs> uh, his mic technique the first year. Remember their mic technique earlier? Oh, my yeah. God. Dad. Philip the first year. <laughs> Philip, you got to be somewhere yeah. near the microphone. Kind of, it's just really hard to sit still and talk into that thing. Shut, I got to yeah. move around, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Gotta yeah. get my dance yeah. on. I, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. You barely moves. <laughs> I know. It even moves. Okay, Dad. Everything I, I say, me the, this is how he acts. You do that. <laughs> I was so the funny. Coffee is delicious. Am I married to you? <laughs> Alan's bar. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but Catherine, it was. No, fun. but I'd be thrilled if you were married to me, Catherine. I would be. I'd be thrilled. <laughs> I would be. I would be thrilled. Yeah. Well, I still don't right? get it. What's he I really don't say get it. Next time. And then I, and, but I'd still keep my other wife, so you, there'd be two of you. Nice. So there'd be less pressure right. on each of you. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Big love, too. So then, yeah. Sister wife. And Big Daddy does a sex it's coming into the bed. You two can flip a coin. And say, huh? Who's going to get that kind of pleasure? Who's oh, I gonna, thought it was huh? who gets to have the huh? night off. Huh? Oh. Oh. Look at that shaky hand. Oh. Huh? You don't want that caressing you? Huh? Huh? Think about where that's going to go. Huh? Shaky hand. Where are you going? Oh, shaky he's put hand. Into this. this is a scary. He's, this he's is not the first this. time. He's oh, discussed yeah. this. Of course. You Mormon. Like very, very true. I love it. Utah, look out. Neil Dwyer's coming. Yeah, he'd be good in Utah. He'd be really good. Shaky hands. <laughs> what's, up, what's up, ladies? How about this? Now he's doing it with his legs. Michael Jackson. Bill Shaky Hands What is happening? So, this morning on the KQ show, Duffy uh-huh. and I were talking about. You know, some of the difference between white people and black people, and like the people that say "shizzle my nizzle," and they're not supposed to say that. <laughs> the nizzle, it's fine. The nizzle covers everything. Yeah, but it's, oh, okay. that's not the nizzle. Nizzle. Thanks for telling me. It could be nozzle. Nizzle. Yeah, well, yeah. But it was so funny because I'm sitting here talking to Bill, and I know Godfrey's coming down the stairs with my wife. Uh, or no, actually, the daughter, the daughter brought you know. That's right. Alex I'm his wife, you know. actually. Yeah, yeah nice. this, is, this is our daughter. Alex, Alex right down. <laughs> either way, I'd be happy with either but one Catherine, of you as my second wife. And tell me this is not the truth. <laughs> the truth. Catherine looked over at Godfrey's mic before he got into the room and realized the rest of us have a real chair. He's going to be sitting in a folding chair. Yeah, and then we'd hear so all they the... took the chair. She panicked and took that chair and put it over there. <laughs> There's no panicking. I'm just trying to be a nice host. The youngest oh, child. Oh, thought I'd be like it'd be racist that I was in a folding no, chair, man. <laughs> I'm in a folding chair. Is that what it is, man? That's exactly you know, what I'm trying to I got to be the '80s Eddie Murphy voice, man. It's wrong, man. <laughs> got me in a folding chair. The black man comes to the white man's house. And exactly. All of a sudden, something looks real peculiar. <laughs> A folding chair. That's what exactly. I got to the black man. Yeah. A little picnic chair. <laughs> right. Got you, man. Got you, man. It's wrong, man. It's wrong. Mr. Mr. Podcast, man. Mr. Podcast, man. I used to kill an AIDS, right? Although you will notice we're making Bill eat off a paper plate. It's a bowl. <laughs> a bowl. Oh, He's got but, a balance bar. He gets bar. food and I don't. <laughs> oh, you want a balance bar? He gets fed. The white man gets fed. The black man got to come feed him. 
I see your plan, man. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to Keep have an in house little slave for your little podcast. Absolutely. That is your water there, by the way. Thank you. And if you would like, would you like a balance bar? No, I don't like I don't. I don't want a balance bar. Really good. They're really good. They're small. I'm sure. I don't need a balance. They have lithium in them for the comedians. A balance. I don't. It's usually a balance bar. It's it's a lot of stuff. Stabilizers. It's all good for you. Balance bars. Yeah. And look, all right. It's old school bar. It's a s'mores flavor. Yeah. 30 whatever that is. S'mores means it's not healthy anymore. It's good now. It's got sugar with 30 grams of sugar and another 30 grams of sugar. And you wash it down with soda. Yeah. Trying to get y'all, you know, hopped up on sugar. Yeah. That's right. That's what he needs. I know, because this vessel is pretty clean. Well, did you notice he starts dancing and shaking as soon as he He did the Michael Jackson leg. You held it up longer than Michael ever did. That was awesome. All right. So I told uh, I told Sarah the story. We we went and saw uh, this is it right okay. uh, in the theaters right Michael Jackson's right. Uh, yeah. movie in 3D yeah. and there wasn't a lot of people in there because we saw it later on right. so uh, you know the the movie's starting and there's like a black screen and it says you know in memoriam Michael Jackson 1960 yeah. and I go uh, I go loud enough I go what he die or something <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody laughed. It was that's, funny. that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. And I killed in the movie. It's a great funny. movie. It's, it's pretty great. great. It's, it's, yeah. You, you got to be ready for it, too, you know? Because yeah. that song, This Is It. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then the fact. And, and how about his rehearsal clothes? Yeah. Like, oh, right. It's not oh. sweatpants for Michael Jackson. No, no. It's a gold jacket. Yeah. He had a workout, like, gold. Practice jacket, right? Yeah, when he could sweat in. Yeah, that was a suit yeah. jacket, yeah. but yeah, you could sweat in it because yeah. it was made out of real gold. Yeah, it <laughs> of was course gold it was. fibers. You hear about his, what his family's doing now? You know, his yeah. brother, they're trying to steal everything. Yeah. The oh. brothers, and they well. had the nerve to go on tour. The what? brothers had because I had a friend that opened up for them. The Jacksons are going on tour. They had to. They, they had really a are. Right? Maybe like, what are they going to do? They're going to have what? They're going to have a, a hologram <laughs> of Michael in the front. Yeah, we probably yeah. will. Probably. What are they going yeah, to go see Tito? What are you going to do? They just do Daddy's <laughs> Home about 50 times. <laughs> yeah, right. is, that, is that Jermaine's song? Jermaine's yeah. song, Daddy's <laughs> Home. <laughs> Is that in parentheses? Jermaine's song? Jermaine's song. Who is the second most talented Jackson? It is Jermaine. Is it Jermaine? I would say Jermaine. Jermaine can play an instrument. No, Jermaine can play guitar. Janet's the second most successful. No, I'm just talking about the five. I just want to know about the five fellas. I want to know about the five. Jermaine. I think Jermaine. Jermaine's the most Marlon stinks. Really? He tried to have a... He can't do anything. He has like a video or two, and he has that Lamont Sanford mustache. It's oh, weird. Really? God. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch the reality show at all. They had a reality it show. It was called oh. Dynasty and it ended like it should have. It's called <laughs> Dynasty. Yeah. Dynasty. They had Dynasty. none. <laughs> Michael's the only reason that why they existed. Yeah. It's the only reason they existed, man. Yeah. I have a Boy. question for you. Uh, Thriller came out in 1982, and not one new dance move has been invented since then. Thank you. Everybody just still yeah. does Everyone thriller. does Michael. Everyone does Michael. That's exa- that's 100% true. Because Michael stuff. was ahead of his time. There's crumpy been stuff. some new crumpy stuff. That's <laughs> <laughs> what my mom No, but see, in all of yeah. if you think about... the electric slide. Hello. Macarena. Hello. No, Gangnam Style. Yeah. Gangnam Style. Yeah, Gangnam Style. You know, I can, I can explain what it means. 
Do you guys know? I know. No. It's a it's area in Korea. Yeah. Gangnam is an area where people act really like snobby and stuff. So he's making fun of the Gangnam style. Oh, I see. It's like Beverly Hills. I'm from Beverly Hills or being from the Valley. It's like Gangnam is... I thought it was gangster. It meant like yeah, gang that's gangster. what I yeah. Gangnam, that's what it means. Gangnam style. I know. Well, I looked it up. I was, like, I was talking to this well, Korean... Dude, and he Your told dog me. dog is pawing at my jacket. <laughs> I told her is he, to. Is he looking for, is he, does he going to get in the pocket and because he wants to money. leave here? Because he wants to, he wants to be transported out of Jack Russell? She wants you to No, shit. she's a Yorkie rat terrier mix. It looks like a Drussel terrier mix. Yeah. But well, all the like terriers kind of look the similar. She's so nice too. No, no, no. Such a friendly little dog. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, a, there's a snapping in her. There's a there's little snapping. There's a little, oh, yeah. little freakout. She was abused. Yeah. She was a, a no, she was. And who said who abused her? Tom, who, uh, Tom did. No, I did not. Who should have abused her? Is the question. You got, you got the Madden quaff. I do, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I love that. He's got a great head of hair. No, that's, that's rich man's hair. No, he's got a great head of hair. That's rich, that's rich man. Hair. You have a rich man's voice. I do. You he should does. be in a house like this. You know, I would be ashamed if you were in like a studio. Would I'd be I? mad. Studio he owns voice. a waste disposal company. Wink, wink. <laughs> I do construction, right? Import, export. I move money around. I move things. What I do. I move things. I'm an arranger. My first time I was ever on the radio, and then I did voiceover for many years as well. But the first time I was ever on the radio, and I'll, you know, I'll throw out a little translation of it. So I go on, the first time it's on this little radio station in St. Paul. And I did this break. And the phone just starts ringing off the hook. Uh huh. I mean, it's ringing, ringing, ringing. I'm like, man, people must really like me. I must be really good at this. <laughs> the phone's ringing like mad. I go, hello, KDAN. I hear, get that nizzle off the air. You? Yeah. They thought I was black. Nice. They gave me the big N. You see that? Wow, first, really? First time I ever well, see, you, you, you have that voice, man. It's like, like the tone of my it's voice. It's a tone of your voice. It is a tone. Because you're like, God, for check it out. What's your last name? <laughs> All right. So we're going to go with WKR. And we're going to have a quiet storm in a little moment. But the quiet storm. I love the quiet storm. You know, the quiet storm is like, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a quiet storm. So if you see your lady, apologize to her and kiss her on the forehead and tell her that that's how it's going down. We're going to have some nonstop booty music for you. Uh, Bill Dry is going to sing all the ballads, baby. That's the uh, sax solo that starts the choir oh, story. I, was I, was like, like, I thought it was a broadcast test. That was a yeah, perfect C flat. They, and when I first got the voiceover in 1977, yeah. they said, no one will hire you because you sound too black. Wow. They did because of the tone of my voice. Wow. But I get the opposite. Get white on. You get the opposite? You sound too white. You sound too white. I'm too white. <laughs> well, Andy, by the way. And uh, Godfrey knows all about kanji. He knows all about all that stuff. I was wondering how you were going to loop that around to me sounding too white. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's a good point. Kanji, yeah. I just, you know, because going to, when I was in Tokyo, and then, you know, you're trying to learn language. Then I had an ex-girlfriend that was like, she could, she took it in college. She could do calligraphy and all this other stuff. She had the kanji and the blah, blah, blah. Did you even bother learning any of those? I learned uh, I learned phrases in Japanese. Mm, I didn't really learn the, the calligraphy. Not thing. the kanji. I just yeah. wanted to be like watashi wa American this. Uh, yeah. I wanted to get through uh-huh. my stuff, man. Wari wari wa hurugo han hoshino des. Hoshino des. We want breakfast. Good job. Very good. Awesome. Good morning. 
ございました。うん、そうだ。I got the cassette. I was. I had a cassette. I thought I'm going to learn Japanese, and I had the one cassette. Imagine learning language on cassette. How discouraging that would be. This is 20 years ago, and I remember. I remember they're going knife, knife food. Yeah. Half the words are just like English in an accent. Yeah. Or like waitress, waitress. Yeah. Waitress. Yeah. Waitress. Waitress. Yeah, waitress. It's waitress. Because they don't have those. They don't. They don't have those. <laughs> they didn't have waitresses. They don't have L or R's in their alphabet. That's the reason for that. Re, re, they, they, they do. They replace their R's and the L's. Mm-hmm. And there, there was this one girl. She was like saying to me. She said um, years ago. She goes, you know, I really like you. I really, I really like you. Like she started to say, I really like you. I say no. Let's say I really like you. She's like, I really like you. So I said, check this out. I said, say. I really like you. She goes. I really like you. <laughs> I did some linguistic reversal. Like yeah. The Bugs Bunny. And then she goes. Yeah. Yeah. She goes but then she goes. Oh, they do this with the head. Oh. Yeah, they always hide their teeth. Right. They always hide. Yeah, they should. They do. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it? What's up so, genetically? I mean, with, uh, with they, they, they're advanced know, in, in, they in technology and yeah. electronics, but dentistry is right. like, what? How about some Invisalign, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I, 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 I want to see a gate. I want to see a full gate on their teeth. I don't yeah. want anything invisible. Yeah. Yeah. They need to have that case. Right? They need to have it caged. Bars. I understand. Andy, what's the Japanese language based on it? Again. Uh, well, Stones. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what it, it's. It comes from Old Norse. <laughs> yeah, it, it sailed over Dead there. Yeah. Well, I, was trying, I was telling your dad that I'm being West African. They're, 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 the the um, the pronunciation keys are the same as African languages, which is weird. Oku ubu. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, the, the spelling and some words are like Fumi is a Nigerian name, and Fumi is also a Japanese name. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know what that yeah. connection is, but there's some words that are exactly the same. It's well, I weird. know Japanese is like almost entirely based on Chinese. I mean, the kanji is almost I think almost everybody's all from China. All <laughs> Asians are from China. That's the Africa yeah. of Asian people. Yeah. Even though, they hate, even though they can't stand China. Like, oh, I know Japanese they can't. people can't stand China. Or Korea. No. Or Korea. Yeah. Or anyone except Japan. But they're all from Asia, though. Yeah, they but are. But they're all from Asia. Yeah. yeah. But they yeah. don't like being called Asians anymore. No. What? what, what, what? Specific? Chinese. Yeah, I thought it was very specifically. Yeah. Oh, I'm Chinese. But I'm school. not Asian. I'm Chinese. Well, I call everybody Chinese, so it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You a Chinaman. Yeah. You was a Chinaman. Yeah. Chinaman. As long as you say it like James yeah. Brown. Everyone, yeah, Mister Chinaman, how you feel? I used to say Yellow Devil, and I said, "No, that's." So now I say Chinaman, and that's much better, right? Yellow Devil, right? Yeah, and that's not right. I found out that's not right. No, no, it's not good. No, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I'm changing my name. I'm changing what we. I want to be called because we were African American. I'm going to Moore. I want to be called a Moore, like Othello. That sounds better. Moore, because let me tell you, let me tell you, I started to really think about this. You know, we're comedians, and we think about. Wording is very important to us. Right. We look at words and we t- twist them around. I'm like, I noticed this. When you say white, you use more of your smiling muscles. White. Oh. <laughs> Black, it's almost like you're vomiting. Black. <laughs> now I understand why we're embarrassed. Right. It was a plan. Black. 
<laughs> you can Man. say black and vomit at the same time. That's how yeah. I like You can't say white and vomit at you the same smile. time. No. White. Yeah. White. It's, it's, yeah. It's per- it goes perfectly with white. Yeah. Oh, so happy. I mean, look at your situation. You put the perfect word for your situation. You, everything is, you guys run everything. that way. You got every yeah. White. Black. Black. The word committee. Wow. They yeah, worked hard you're on right. It. African-American was a little better. African-American. You're not really smiling. African-American. You're not really smiling. It's just okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's more business-like. Yeah. African-American. Yeah. It's like calming. It's not, calming. It's, and we made sure that we, we don't have a word, but like it more, because more is better, because oh, you're right. blowing that's kisses smile. at a person. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Wow. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> You insult all the racial problems. I like it. Godfrey the Moor is here. (laughs) Yes, I am. Godfrey the Moor. The Moor. Like Othello. If you go, when you came into the... the, the, Driveway here. Yes. Yeah, I like you, that. I like that when you came into the driveway. Well, yeah, it's not a portico. <laughs> it's not a portico. <laughs> the compound. Yes, but I. That's where I grew up. Was a couple of miles east of here. Is there a hood? Is it there? Yeah. Is a hood. Yeah, yeah. yeah they say because uh, somebody told to me, the the, the, you know, the hood is right over. But that's nothing new. A nice neighborhood across from the hood. No, right. It always. It's always. I mean, always. But you know, and then eventually the hood goes away. Exactly. And then there's a new hood. But there's I will tell you hood. what. If yeah. I went over there to my old neighborhood and so called somebody a moor, it would not go well. They wouldn't even know what it was. They wouldn't. It's <laughs> like, what, what are you trying to me? say? What, what, what's that? <laughs> you are no a idea. moor. Don't you, you know who the moors are? You're related to the Italians, right? I mean, the Sicily. They conquered Sicily. Absolutely. They conquered Sicily. The moors. The moors are the Africans the that came and they did, they did a lot of most of the architecture in Spain. Yes. Yep. True. Yeah. They they are some bad dudes. They, they were. were bad. Dudes. I've seen the architecture. It's bad. It's bad. Have you ever been to Spain? It's awful architecture. No, I've never been there. There's a city there that's underwater. Venice. What's with them? That's terrible architecture. I don't. I don't. Their roads is a river. Yeah, I didn't like that. Bad idea. It's terrible. Everything's musty. It's so. It's so disgusting. I'm sorry. You can't have a basement there. No, you too musty. Lower level. No, you're growing no, mushrooms. They go to work in boats. They go to work in boats in Venice. Right. I'm, like, I'm sure. good. Uh, yeah. Doesn't it like smell that. too? Yeah. Well, it's only Sometimes water. It does. Yeah. Right. The tide goes and out. And they have an automobile plant there. They make cars there. In Venice. Yeah, and they can't <laughs> ship them out. They just make them and they pile up. He's making it. They can't do anything with them. Are you trying to impale yourself with the mic stand? What are you doing? <laughs> I should turn the show over to Godfrey. He's being a comic. Sarah's looking at you like, can we ever fucking leave? Sarah, yes. Yeah. We live here. Because we might have to go get some lunch. Uh, so tired. Where are you staying at? <laughs> Losing mic technique. <laughs> so tired. Losing. Don't know where the fuck is. Yeah. <laughs> You can count on these clips to never tie or lose on this episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Great clips this week from Mary McNear, John Doerr, Bill Dwyer, and Godfrey. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week.